Hello, I'm Sven Erstring. Welcome to Let God Speak. Money is very important in life. When we have enough money, we can visit beautiful scenic places in the world. We can enroll in fascinating academic courses. We can complete big creative projects that people stand back and admire. But what happens when you don't have enough money? Is going into debt the best option? It's a very practical and personal question. On our panel today, we have Erika Puni and Hannah Nakagawa. Thank you so much for joining us uh, today. Let's pray as we dive into God's word together. Father in heaven, we recognize that you inspired the Bible to help us understand salvation, how you can bring us out of slavery into a new and beautiful life. But it's not only those big spiritual realities, it's also the practical things of life as well. And Father, I just really want to pray that as we dive into your word today to, to learn about a very important topic, may you give us insight, may you give us wisdom, may you grow with you, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to tell you the story of Lauren Mochizuku. Lauren is a registered nurse. She recently got married and now she is a mother too. And she is just 25 years old. But that's not all there is to know about Lauren. She also lived her life with no regards for finance. She loved dining out, going to concerts, traveling to lots of exotic places. And she and her husband bought brand new cars. She was living beyond her means, which meant that she and her husband ended up with a debt of $266,000. Now, Hannah, that's, that's quite an interesting debt to have, quite a big debt. Yes. And that's not um, untypical, is it? Well, no. Her story is actually very typical. Mm. Well, data shows that the average debt here in Australia is 210000 per person. That means her story, her um, debt is actually um, average in this country, Australia. Yes, yes. And Erika, you've been the stewardship director both here in the South Pacific and for the global church as well. So based on your experience and travels, what are, what are some of the uh, usual reasons that people go into debt? Well, Sven, you've, you've already uh, introduced the subject of uh, personal debt. Uh, let me just share a couple of biblical references to provide a context for us. Uh, I'm looking at Genesis chapter uh, 3, verse 6. Uh, there's a reference to Eve having the desire for something. Mm. I, I'm looking at Genesis chapter 20, verse 17, part of the commandments of God, mm. uh, where there's a special guidance provided for wanting more or covetousness. Coveting, yes. Mm. Uh, but coming back to the question, uh, one of the things that really has an impact on, on people uh, globally is the easy access to what we would refer to as a credit card. Mm. Uh, when cash is not readily available and uh, we have access to these means of 
getting more to meet, whether it is uh, a, a mortgage for a loan, whether these are personal items for the family, mm. such as clothes, even groceries. Mm. Uh, in the case of uh, students, university students, uh, the fact that they want to pursue a course of study and they don't have the means at a point in time, mm. again, Credit card seem to be the thing that comes to the fore oh, yes. uh, that, that people would tap into. But the downside, of course, is that you're in debt. Mm-hmm. You're in debt. You know, that, that concept of unlimited money sounds incredible. Mm. Mm. But the, the question is, it's not quite as simple as, as unlimited credit. No. You know, uh, can you explain to us what what really is debt, Hannah? All right. Well, firstly, I am not an economist or or professional financial advisor. But Mm. when we think about it carefully, basically when we have this debt, um, you're borrowing um, money from future that you haven't um, earned yet. Right. right? So um, you have to pay something that you want today, but you are actually borrowing from the future. Mm. And you have to, you have that responsibility to return. That pay means back. Pay back. That's right. Mm. That means you have to be the slave to the person who um, given you the loan as well. Wow. Hannah, a slave. That, that's, that's pretty confronting. Mm. But um, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you for you know, advising us that you're not a financial advisor. But in the midst of it, it sounds to me like we actually need some really sound, mm. practical advice, objective mm. advice. Mm. You know, and the question would be, where, where would we turn for that type of advice? Mm. Well, uh, Sven... Uh, we are privileged mm. um, where you are able to access the Bible. Mm. And once upon a time, you can only have a hard copy of the Bible. But the good news is that... You have it in your phone. You have it in your phone. Have it in your phone. If I can also share this very short perspective, God cares for our well-being. Mm. And, and part of God's system to help us in our journey of life is by providing for us a book which has principles on financial management. Let me share just a couple of of references uh, to make the point. Yes. In in Proverbs, which is a collection of wise saying, chapter 22, verse 7, there is this reference that the borrower is a slave to the lender. Mm. If we go to the second part of the Bible, which is the New Testament, uh, Jesus, uh, in, in his teaching, in Luke chapter 14, verse 28, makes the point, before you are engaged in a construction, let's say, in building a house, mm. pause and consider your resources. Can again, you build it? Yeah. So, again, the Bible mm. provides lots of principles to guide us in this space. Fantastic. So, so we want to dive into this yes. and we want to know uh, what does the Bible say about debt? What is the mm. kind of overview mm. as, as um, Erika was starting to share with us? Yes, it's important to know that going to debt is not sin. Bible doesn't say that it's, it's sin. But Bible does warn us of the consequence mm. of going into the debt. And the reality is that Bible never speaks that positively mm. as well. 
Um, so everything it says about debt is negative. Mm. And yeah, I'm just being honest about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate your honesty here. And, and so uh, because when we dive into the concept of debt mm. um, and what you talked about before about being a slave to debt, we need to be honest. We need to be really trans- transparent. Yeah. So, Erika, you've already started the journey for us with regards to the concept of debt um, in, in the Bible, taking us all the way to, to Genesis and, and then also to, to Matthew as well. But can you continue that journey with us? What does the Bible tell us uh, about debt? Well, um, there, there's an interesting uh, narrative, biblical narrative of the journey of the Israelites who were in Egypt mm. in slavery. And then, of course, God intervened and, and, and freed them uh, from that slavery. But on their way to the so-called promised land, mm. God also provided for them some basic education with regards to what is to follow uh, in the mm. journey. And part of that was a reminder, I am the God of blessings and I will provide for you. Mm. An important piece of that uh, advice was a reminder to the Israelites then that when you are in relationship with me, I will be able to provide all of your needs. So when we read the Bible, for example, in Deuteronomy Mm -hmm. chapter 28, uh, verse 1 to 3, uh, we we find that interesting but very powerful reminder uh, of a God who will bless mm. his people. Mm. And then when we get uh, Sven to verse 12, there's a beautiful imagery here of God's abundance blessing. Mm. But there's a Pouring reference. it out. Yeah, but, but there's a reference to this so-called storehouse. Mm. Interesting. Storehouse. I, I've got this treasure ready for you. Amazing. Trust me, obey me. And I will open the doors yes. of the storehouse yes. and pour out this blessing for, for you, God's people. It's, it's interesting you should say that there's a blessing associated with our finances yeah. mm. and how we manage that and in our relationship with God. Um, and you also mentioned about this, this idea of being content or, or you know, depending on yeah. God's provision. Yeah. Come over with me to Philippians. So we're going to go through the Bible. We're going to go back and forth. But this is Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19, a beautiful book focused on the joy of being a follower of Jesus. Philippians 4 and verse 19 and it reads this and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ uh, Jesus that Amen. that is amazing amazing promise you know uh, did he did it say here that he'd provide for half of our needs oh oh all, all of our needs, needs. Yes. A-L-L, all. <laughs> yes that's very very important mm. and and Hannah, so we're kind of building here, but, but what Rika was saying and, and this verse is saying as well is there's a contentment and dependence on God. Mm. If we understand this contentment and dependence, is it connected with the concept of debt and whether we go into debt? Absolutely. Well, when you understand that God would provide all of your need, that's really um Comforting. We will have mm. the rest. We will have the contentment as well. Um, notice that Paul says to the young pastor Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 to 9, I'll um, read. Our Bible says, 
Now godliness with contentment is great gain. Mm. For we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out. That's true. Mm. Uh, verse eight, and having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptations and snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which draw men in destruction and mm. perdition. Mm, yes. Yeah, there's a temptation in chasing this worldly treasure. There's a, there's a trap and there's yeah, destruction as well. Mm. So, so Rika, what we want to do is we want to, to dive into it in a, in a very practical way. So, so what are the main reasons that people get into debt? You, you clarified or you described it before, but I want to dive into the actual reasons yeah. right now. You know, Sven and, and Hannah, um, I wish we could say that part of our formal education, for that matter, provides for an education on how to manage our finances. So we, we would probably say that one of the reasons why people are in debt is their lack of knowledge or ignorance mm. on how to deal with God's blessings. Mm. Uh, God's blessings. So uh, let me give a very simple illustration. Uh, and again, you know, not, not uh, a professional on financial uh, advice, but we know that uh, for, for, for a ledger, you have two sides. There's mm. your income, income and there's your expenditure. Mm. Yes. Um, mm. and, and if you're going to stay within your uh, means, then your uh, expenses must equal your, uh, your, your income. Mm. But I think that basic knowledge for many people, they don't have that. Mm. And then, of course, when you throw in the credit card to the lack of knowledge, it just, just makes things worse. Mm. Yes, a spanner in the works. Yeah. In other words, mm. we're, we're just working the edges mm. uh, of what we have or in many cases, what we don't have. Mm. Uh, so I think the simple uh, knowledge uh, of how to manage uh, funds that we have uh, it's probably the starting point, but that's one of the reasons mm. is the absence of education in the area of finances. Mm. That is very, very true. And another reason that we, you know, uh, people start borrowing money and um, going to debt is can be like greed or selfishness. Yeah. We see pe uh, people, friends like having a new iPhone or, you know, neighbors having like a Tesla. Tesla yes. <laughs> yeah, we started to want it, you know, um, which is maybe not necessary for you, but you just want it. Mm. And that greed or selfishness can be the reason. Mm. Well. Mm. Sven, I'm wondering though, uh, is it possible that there are times when people like us, or people anywhere, mm. um, get into debt because of things that are beyond their, their control? Mm. Um, and because we're studying the Bible, uh, can I reference the story uh, of Job? Yes. And, and, and I think it's sufficient just for our exercise today, yes. just, just to go to uh, the first uh, chapter uh, of Job, which is in the Old Testament, just before the collection uh, of uh, songs in the Psalms. Yes. But if we look just at that one chapter uh, of, uh, of Job, uh, in the first few verses, three verses, we're, we're, we're given a, a picture of Job's spirituality. So this was mm. a man who was 
honest and faithful to God. And he was a rich man. And a rich man, yes. Verse 2 gives us a picture of his wealth. Mm. But then the rest of that chapter deals with calamities and situations that were beyond his me well mm. beyond his ability control. to control yes. beyond his ability to uh, to control so uh, i think it's also important uh, in our mind as we're discussing debt to understand that there are cases mm. genuine cases whether it's flooding as we have in this country and this state uh, a lot of times whether they be fires uh, and people didn't have the, the 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 means let's say insurance or they don't have families support. to support them. Mm. Or even, may I say, the church, which is a mm. faith community. Yes. And so when you have this situation happening and you don't have family or church, you fall into this uh, very un- unusual, mm. uh, unfortunate situation mm. yes. Uh, of, yes. of debt. Yes. So, so Hannah, um, appreciate you sharing this with us, you know, these different reasons. But we also want to look at it from another angle, and yeah. that is... Are there any valid reasons to go into debt? Well, I think so. I mm-hmm. work with a lot of university students yes. and um, they might need to take the student loan, for example. Mm. And I think it's, um, it can be necessary. But the question is that, um, yeah, having said that, they still need to ask a question. This, does this course lead me to the paying job? Mm. Um, in the future. Otherwise, you will get more and more debt as well. So you need to be very very practical. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I'm I'm also thinking, uh, Sven, uh, and let's use Australia as as a case uh, in point. Uh, The the desire to have your own home uh, is is a good thing. It's a good thing because it it provides for the needs of of your Your family. family. That being said, you, you remember uh, I made a reference to the text in Luke uh, where Jesus said, but before you build or before you buy your lot, mm. you really need to sit down and think of the repayments. Yes. Is, is my job, is my regular income, will that be sufficient uh, mm. to take care of those, of those repayments? And then if you're in that space already, um, is it possible to negotiate the terms of your mortgage? The you interest know? rights. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then is it possible to reduce the term from 15 years or 10 years or whatever yes. the case may be? In other words, get out of debt. Get quick. out quick. Yes. You know, as soon as you're mm. able to get out mm. of it. Mm. Yes. And the, the reality is that, you know, people can go into debt for, for valid reasons. They can, they can see it as a financial security. They can see it as providing for the, the future of their family as well. However, debt is debt. Yes. And it does cause financial stress. Yes. And, and Hannah, you, you know, you're absolutely right that the greed can be one of the main drivers for people to get into debt, you know, with credit cards and personal loans. And, and this is a worldwide phenomenon. We can get caught up in the, 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 the swell of, of corporate greed. I'm not sure if you remember uh, the, the Lehman Brothers Investment Organization back in 2007, 2008. Did you remember that situation? Yeah, well, listen, uh, I, I remember that very well. Uh, at the time, my family were living in the, in the United mm. States. Uh, and, and I remember the, 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 the outcome of, of that. The impact. And the impact mm. on ordinary people. 
so absolutely. Um, you know, unfortunately with debt, you, you, you get into it, it's hard to get out of it. Yes. And sometimes, as you pointed out correctly, uh, the, the so-called interest of other people to continue to build their own finances on the back of yes. poor people. Mm. You know, makes it makes it worse. Yes, it worse. yes, and and we can actually look at the whole principle of of do we follow the trends of this world? And come with me to First uh, John uh, chapter two and verse uh, verse fifteen. So it's um, just one of those smaller uh, letters at the the back of the the Bible. Uh, but what we find here is really really important wisdom. So First John. Uh, chapter 2 and verse 15. And it says here, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Mm. So we want to work out how can we avoid getting into debt? What are some of the principles, Mm. biblical principles? Yeah, sure. The first key to understand that we have a choice. Yeah, Mm. um, there are two financial pathways in life. And I want to read Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, where Jesus talking, it says, no one can serve two masters for either he would hate the one and love the other, or else he would be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mm. So we have this choice. There's a, um, do we want to follow God, or do mm. we want to follow the world, Mammon? Mm. So, um, yeah, um, if we don't choose Jesus to be a master, actually something else will master us. So we have a choice to mm. be. Mm. So uh, we appreciate appreciate your comments there, Hannah. And uh, there are people today who are watching us uh, in with our program with Let God Speak who are in debt. And they may be, you know, wondering in their hearts, what can they do? And we need to start with the word of God. Um, Erika, as a pastor, where would you start with a person who is struggling with a mountain of debt? Well, there's a couple of ways of looking at this, Sven. I think the first starting point is acknowledgement of your present situation. Mm. Um, and that may require, you know, uh, stepping back and, 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 and assessing uh, your, your debts. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be one. So accepting and, and, and recognizing your, your present situation. Uh, I think the, the, the other point is uh, then develop a, a plan. Mm. Uh, call it a debt reduction plan, plan mm-hmm. uh, where if you have credit cards, for example, you may need to say, okay, how much do I owe with, with this card and, and this card? And then initiate a plan where you will start to pay off uh, mm-hmm. some of those debts uh, at the quickest rate and, and pace uh, possible. I would also like to suggest that this may be difficult, but, but a simple thing to do is to look at your own lifestyle. Mm. and say, hey, do I really need this or is this something that I want? I mean, we talk about needs and, 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 and want uh, and say, you know, whereas before I used to take my family so many times uh, to restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, 
perhaps we need to stay more at home and nurture our own family relationship mm. and forgo those things. So, so this is what I mean by altering certain parts of uh, the way that we live life. Yes, do a, do a financial audit yeah. of our expenditure yeah. and how, we, how we're using credit or, or going into debt. Yeah. And you know, the fact is that people can become debt-free it's you possible. can actually become free of the debt in your life. And that is what happened with Lauren. So Lauren and her husband uh, read, read a book about becoming free from debt. And they made the commitment, we are going to do exactly what you said, Rika. And they became accountability partners for each other. They had monthly budget meetings. And through the process of making that commitment and having that discipline, after 33 months, they paid off their debt of $266,000 and they became debt free, free from the burden and slavery uh, to debt. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Are you being free from debt? Yes. Oh, praise the Lord. Mm. Yeah. I want to read another um, verse, Promises in the Bible, where it's very encouraging. Mm. Hebrew chapter 13, verse it says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Mm. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Wow. Mm. That is amazing. Yeah. Jesus is with us. Yes. Mm. But we want to go back to that topic that you brought up, Erika, credit cards. Mm. They're incredibly useful, aren't they? <laughs> There's a place for, for credit cards. Mm-hmm. But I think it comes back to me in terms of how I manage Mm -hmm. or control the credit card. Let's admit, because we have a a, a sinful nature, the fact of the matter is we can go way beyond that we required if if we allow our own desires to to run away. Point is, if you can't control the use of credit card, cut it. Mm, Cut Cut it up. Get rid of it Mm. Uh, because it's not going to help you. I think it's also important, uh, as Ven and Hannah, that in situations, and, and we are bombarded with all kinds of promotions of all kinds of stuff, uh, where people will tempt us with making money quick. Mm. I think we need to not only have a, a second thought, maybe even a third and a fourth, in terms of, hey, would I really be getting away from debt by trying to get something quick? Or yes. is there a, a, a way which the Bible promotes of, Let's get it in an honest and a fair way in terms of mm. you work for it. Yes. You know, it's, it reminds me when you say faithfulness and go, going carefully and slowly, it reminds me of that story of the, the tortoise and the hare mm. by Asop. Mm. You know, the, the hare was all uh, very ambitious. Yes. And the tortoise just kept going and just kept going in a, in a beautiful way. And because of steadily, faithfully, step after step, the tortoise won the race, you know, mm. slow and steady, as, as they would say. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful story. Mm. Are there any stories like that in the Bible? Well, uh, Matthew uh, 25, um, which um, Jesus talked about, there's three servants and two of them were faithful in little things. Mm. And when they came back, um, the master um, said, faithful servant. Mm. The Bible is very clear. We should not allow money to master us. And debt is one of the toughest 
ways that we can become enslaved to money. Instead of blindly following the customs of this world, let's follow the wise advice of the Bible. You'll discover the joy of living a life free from the unrelenting slavery to debt and money. We're so glad that you joined us today on Let God Speak. If you enjoyed this program, you can watch past programs on our website, 3abnaustralia.org.au. You can also download teachers' resources there. If you're leading your own Bible study group, maybe in your home or, or somewhere else. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email on lgs at 3abnaustralia.org.au. We look forward to you joining us next time. Remember, choose Jesus to be your master and you'll be able to enter into the joy of his eternal life. You have been listening to Let God Speak, a production of 3ABN Australia Television. To catch up on past programs, please visit 3abnaustralia.org.au. Call us in Australia on 02 4973 3456 or email radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. We'd love to hear from you.